Hey everyone. Um, I keep trying to do an introduction. I, like, I'll turn on the recorder. I'm on my voice memo on my phone. And I, like, hit the button. And then, like, last time I, like, did this thing where, like, you, like, you make a sound with your mouth. It's like a... I can't do it. But I, did, I made that sound. I was like, ah, screw it. Delete it. And then I just recorded this one and my voice cracked. So, I guess I'm just not going to get it. <laughs> it's going to be what it is. Um, I recorded yesterday and I was really happy with everything I said. And then I listened back to it today and I was like, wow, this is a good thing you said all this stuff. And then I like my coat out yesterday or was it yesterday? Yeah, yesterday. Uh, it rained in the morning, and so I wore my rain breaker jacket, <laughs> my rain jacket, um, and, um, and, yeah, so, and anyways, uh, it was making, um, sound, like, you could hear every movement of my arms, uh, it sounded crazy, it was like, wicka wicka like 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 a rubbing sound so um i think what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna re-record the themes i talked about in that episode uh tonight and i'll put it all together and then release it um so that's really cool uh i mean what's really cool that's really cool that my rain jacket made noise no it's really cool that i'm gonna finally uh, that I'm gonna, uh, put it together and <clears throat> get it out there. Um, because I do enjoy making these a lot. And I've been listening to podcasts at work all morning. It's Friday, and, uh, yeah, I really like, I listen, I like listening to them. I've, I've got, I'm branching out a little, there's a couple more people, well, one more person. No, there's not any more people. Every podcast I listen to, I've already talked about listening to on this podcast, so... Um, I didn't listen to any new ones, but, um, I guess the Matt Collick show, he posted a new podcast and I was really excited because his last podcast was in July last year and I was afraid that he would not record anymore, which is the mood I get in. Like I was yesterday, I was like thinking about deleting, even this morning I was thinking, I was like, man, I'm just going to delete them all because I don't think anybody listens to it. But then like I looked at my, uh my anchor stats and it was like had said I got like 25 plays yesterday or something and I was like whoa which means somebody listened to like every podcast episode which I think that happens or it's like a bot I also thought that could be going on there's like there's like this has happened it's like this has happened several times now where like my most recent episodes won't get a play, but then, like, all of my episodes will get, like, one play. And I'm like, how could someone listen to 25 episodes? That's, like, 25 hours. There's no way. I think it's a bot. It has to be a bot. It's weird. I'm not sure what's going on to get 25 plays in one day and get like zero plays and then you get 25 plays in one day it doesn't make any sense 
that's that's what I'm thinking. It's like a scanning bot. Anyways, <laughs> I'm sure this is really interesting to listen to. Um, okay, I'm gonna be done talking because I'm going to get food. And honestly, I just got on the air to record an introduction. So this is my introduction to my podcast that I'm going to record later on tonight. And I'm just keeping the theme of like driving in my car. Um, yeah, it's a really pretty day today. Blue skies. They're so pretty. And uh, it's winter time. But there's no snow on the ground because it doesn't snow where I live. At least not normally. It'll snow once in a while, but few and far between. I don't think we got any snow last winter. We just get cold rain. Kind of. Except for today. I, I, I think it's like 65 today. I'm really lucky to live in the place I live with that, those kind of temperatures in the wintertime. It does get hot in the summertime, though. It does. I think it's like above 90 for like three months. All right, I gotta stop. All right, thank you for listening. Bye. Um. Oh yeah. Okay, a couple of things. I just got done biking to work. I know I've talked about that a lot, <laughs> but here's the thing: I drove to work today. But then I was like, when I got home, I was like, you know what? I said I was gonna bike to work, and like exercise I know it feels good and it kind of like creates like a little bit of a high and the bike ride to work my bike ride to work even though it's only like 45 minutes away by bike is like I live in a city with lots of hills and it's very hilly and it's like that's why I'm like coughing and stuff because it's like it was like an hour and a half of like hills and I used to be I used to do this bike ride like easier I don't know I don't know it probably isn't that bad it was it was a good bike ride though man it felt good so now I feel really good and then I got back and so I was all like out of breath and like super tired because I haven't like exercised like that since COVID started really and so that would be March and like I haven't been to the climbing gym or anything and then um And then I got back and I did Wim Hof breathing exercises. Man, that, like, if you're, if you just, like, exercise a lot and then do Wim Hof breathing exercises, if you want to, like, almost pass out, do that. (laughs) (coughs) Oh, man, I'm sorry. The, the, like, natural high that creates, it's amazing. There was a point I was in one of the breath holds. I, like, opened my eyes to, like, turn the timer on on my phone and like uh i looked and i was looking at the computer and the preamp and stuff here on the desk and i was like i i like realized it was like they weren't really computer and preamp and dresser it was like that's part of my body that's what i thought <laughs> i thought those are inside of me <laughs> that's the thought i had which was a kind of amazing i was like oh that's a good thought that is an awesome thought is to like because it really is inside of me but like to actually feel that and kind of not see them as like these separate things i don't know it was cool but i don't feel like that right now
But anyways, um, another thing I was going to say before I launch into all the stuff I was going to talk about today, uh, this evening, um, I'm going to try not talk very long either. I don't know. I think some people enjoy this podcast, maybe. I don't know. Um, it doesn't matter. I listen to my podcast, so I I do go back and listen to it. As long as I don't get all self-conscious, it's quite ple- pleasant to listen to. Um, I would encourage, and I know I've said it in other podcasts, but yeah, make your own podcast and just talk about it. You can be anonymous. That's what I do, and it helps me um, be honest, cause, and I don't tell anybody about it um that i work with or like my wife knows and my sister-in-law knows and my brother knows but i think that's it and um that's just i don't know it helps me be it helps me speak truth i guess i don't know i feel like i can say whatever i want so it feels a lot better um but i think right now we need voices especially people who want a better world um, and who want to talk about that perspective, whatever perspective you are. Because I know that like people have jobs and they see the world and how interactions are made and they were kids at one point and then they got jaded and then like you're, something happens and all that idealism from being a kid like goes away when you're an adult and it's just like, and I think a lot of people just adopt this attitude of like it's a dog-eat-dog world, but I think some people are like no it doesn't have to be that way and i think we need those voices because like i don't think it has to be that way either so like i want to hear you (laughs) um but there are a couple there are people out there who like who are you know fighting the fight speaking speaking love um i know i talk about them a lot but like anyways um yeah but i just just to recap because i thought about today and i was like you know I haven't ever, like, in a podcast gone through and said, like, these are the podcasts I listen to, and, I, and these people are, like, really great podcasters. Um, but I am going to do that right now, just because. So, I really like Duncan Trussell's podcast a lot. Um, I listen, I really like Very Ape a lot. Like, Sean and Cass are really, seem like really awesome people. And, like, I don't know them in person, but they seem, they seem really cool, and the Discord community that is part of their Patreon is a really cool community too. Um, and then uh, Chelsea Wells is like, she's got a really good podcast. It's called You Can Do Magic. And I don't know. I don't know. Um, if you resonate with this, you probably resonate with that. Um, and then Noah Lambert's podcast is really awesome. And then uh, that's called Synchronicity. And then also Jessa Reed's podcast is called Awakening Orientation Department is super good. That's so good. Um, all of those are really good. And then also another one I've been listening to, the Matt Collick Show. He's a pretty cool dude. Um, and uh, I like his podcast too. But he's kind of um, like he just, he started last year and now he's getting back into it too. But his podcast is good. Um and I'll try to, like, I don't know. Anyways, um, that's all I've got right now. Oh, yeah, and I do listen sometimes. Also, another really good environmental podcast is Green Dreamer. Um, like, every time she has somebody on, it's like I'm, I'm introduced to, like, another viewpoint. Um, 
that I just I don't think we um, and when I say we I guess I mean people who are in America live in America um, but I also I think people in the West too I know I have some uh, listeners who don't live in the United States and um, I think that like it's not just I think man it irritates me cause sometimes Americans they think like everything's about America like the, the we're it's because we're told like when we're kids that like the world's best like is is American so it's like everything everything is like it's like it's like it's like this level of propaganda that like you're just not you don't realize it's weird until you think like wait how can the world championships be just American sports teams? <laughs> like, why are the world championships of rodeo just like Americans? Like, this doesn't represent the entire world, right? Uh, anyways, so yeah, and I and I think that's probably like really irritating to people who like aren't Americans. I could see that being really irritating, and I also seen it. I've been overseas, um, and it's like the Americans you can spot them because they're like just kind of like this like really cocky attitude because our education system I don't know I mean you can't blame your education system the whole time but it is like I mean I'm I don't know very podcasts talking about this on the last one too but it's like you're just taught that like America is like the greatest country in the world and clearly we're not I mean I think like Sean was saying on there on that podcast that like it's just to cover up the fact that like we stole this land and you know perpetrated a genocide in order to take it and broke treaties all along the way and did and enslaved people just because of the color of their skin in order to create an economy it's horrible it's a horrible history and uh that's that's probably for a different podcast and so anyways, Green Dreamer is an environmental podcast that honestly uh, talks about a lot of that stuff. And Kamiya Chang um, has, I don't know, she understands like interconnectedness. So she like talks about like interconnectedness of things and that all like racial justice issues are intrinsic to environmental issues. And um, she's even mentioned like personal growth issues, which is, I guess, where I see my podcast and what I'm doing why I'm doing it is because I think personal growth is like really important to talk about because I think personal growth is intrinsic to change and like you have to change the inside first and so I'm just talking about my my personal growth um okay all that <coughs> now I'm getting to like actually the part where I was recording last time um what I was talking about last time um so I wanted to say before I go on, if you don't believe in magic, if you don't, if you think the occult is like a bunch of baloney, if you think that like belief in God is like crazy, <laughs> uh, I don't know if you're going to like what I'm going to say for the, like the rest of this podcast, uh, the, for this episode. And probably for most of my episodes, but that's really the point I'm coming at. Like, this is really for, I really want to go deeper into um, magical, occult, 
like frame of mind imagination creates reality that kind of frame of things because i feel like that's where i'm experiencing the most growth right now and um i just want to talk about that and so uh, i don't mind if you don't listen at all obviously um i don't care like um i really just want to connect with people who really connect with it so like um but if you are like on the fence i would i would ask you to read Charles Eisenstein's book, uh, The More Beautiful World Our Hearts Know Is Possible, um, I think is really good, um, where he talks about maybe the scientific program of thought, um, which I think is kind of a religion. And um, I guess if it's a religion, I'm going to choose the religion that outpictures the best world. Um, if everything's a religion, you know, if there's like Christianity evangelical fundamentalist Christianity. Um, I mean, that's something, a religion I'm familiar with. And other people around the world have other religions that are amazing and beautiful and I know very little about. So I don't want to, like, co-opt those religions. Um, and I turn this down a little bit. But, um, yeah. And so I, I guess I'm, just, I'm saying, like, I don't think that there's, I personally don't think there's, like, one I think we I think around the history of the world we've had to create mythologies to talk about esoteric themes and ephemeral themes that are unexplainable and I think in some ways the scientific program that came of thought that came about in the 15th century was a way of explaining things um that's kind of met its I don't know it's a very good thing to have like we've had amazing technological advances and I don't want to say that science is bad I think science is really good particularly when talking about uh you know climate issues for one um but it's it's really good I just think that like it doesn't allow for heart space and I think it kind of has led scientific thought when applied to like a philosophy of life has led to like a mental health crisis um that I've deeply experienced and um you know, I've I've had to go in a religious direction in order. I don't know. I don't want to like defend myself, but like I've had to go in a religious direction in order to uh, feel better. <laughs> Quite frankly, to put it bluntly. <coughs> <coughs> Sorry, I'm coughing a lot because I went on a bike ride. Um, excuse me. <coughs> I do not have COVID. At least I don't think I do. I'm, I actually have been tested twice because I was exposed over Christmas break, but I do not have it. Um, at least my test came back negative. Um, anyways, so, so yeah, I guess that's why I think science is kind of a scientific thought as a philosophy of life is a bit of a religion. I don't really think science is a religion. I just think that like applying that as a philosophy to life is a religious, because it's a philosophy. So basically philosophy is a religion. I'm saying a bunch of stuff that I really don't know what I'm talking about. But anyways, uh... <coughs> okay, all that being said, I was gonna talk about um, judgment. 
Because judgment is a theme that constantly comes up for me. It And I haven't realized like how big of a theme it was for me until probably the last month or so. I mean, I guess I know it's a big theme. I just haven't realized the level to which it permeates everything, and I've found that when I release the judgment, um, I feel a lot better. <clears throat> so that's like a Cliff Notes version of what the rest of this podcast episode's going to be, but like, <laughs> yeah, uh, release the judgment. Um, one thing I'll say to that effect about releasing, um, highly recommend... I haven't said this a lot, but I have kind of alluded to it. But if you don't meditate, highly, highly recommend doing that. I know that some people, like Noah Lampert, for example, says that like meditation doesn't really connect with him, and he says that life is a meditation. I completely agree with that. And if you can reach that state, that is amazing. Like where you can realize that like you're just everything is just your outpitch you're out picturing everything and you can realize that that's like a meditation for you to learn from that's that's really cool if you can sit in that state but what happens to me is I get lost in the stories that I create during the day and they have a tendency to really drive me and drive my mind and drive and what's really important is they drive my feelings um and so meditation helped me um and helps me watch the stories um, so, um, I started, I'm just going to talk a little bit about my meditation practices that I've used just so people know what resources there are and almost all of them are free. So that helps. <coughs> um, although if you do have means, I would say putting money towards something does, I think, enrich the result, but only if you have means. If you don't have means like definitely i mean definitely use the free ones and if you don't if you don't have means like email me <laughs> like i don't i don't mind sending you a little money um that sounds crazy i don't know if i should have said that but like yeah i mean i wouldn't that sounds ridiculous i don't know um if you don't have means, email me and I will pray for you. Like, I'll pray for you. I will give you, like, I will, like, pray for you for abundance for you. Um, if you're really struggling. Um, I don't know. I think about that a lot. Because I feel very blessed to have a job when a lot of people don't. Um, so, yeah. I just want to put that out there. Um, and I'll tell my parents. I'll, yeah, I'll tell, I mean, my parents are, like, Christians, but, like, they're like fundamentalist Christians, but like, I don't know, like, I want, I want things to get better for you. I really do, wherever you're at. So yeah, I'll put my email on this. Um, but anyways, uh, what was I saying? Oh, if you have means, if you, if you put your intention, like putting your money where something is like really, I have found really helps make things happen. Um, <laughs> And kind of like, I, and I think what it is is like you're putting like something that's very subconsciously valuable to you in that direction. And I think that's what's really important because we don't like realize how I've, when I've told people like your imagination tech creates reality back when I did tell people about that, <laughs> um, 
I don't really tell people anymore because it usually gets a bad reaction. Um, but when I used to tell people, um, they'd be like, well, what are you just going to think? Like, I want the grass to be marshmallows. And be like, no, it's not like that. I mean, it's not, I mean, I said, I said, I think if everybody believed grass to be marshmallows, then yeah, the grass would turn to marshmallows. But I think that it's more about a subconscious programming and that's, I've seen that, especially this past month, to be more the case, is like wherever your subconscious programming is going. So there's meditation as a way to help control the subconscious programming. That's what I was saying. Yeah, so what meditation programs have I used? So I started out meditating three or four years ago. It was when I first went through a therapist. Well, the second time I went to a therapist. And they said I had to use meditate or take antidepressants. So I chose meditation. Um, and uh, I, but I used Headspace and it's free and it's pretty, you know, accessible and a good starter. But the one thing about Headspace that he did at the end of the meditation, and I still carry this on to my meditation now because I found it so powerful, is at the end of the meditation, you're just watching your breath, you know, like counting in for six breaths, counting out, and just watching it. And then if you think of a thought, you just kind of let it go. And like, I think you can do like the first 10 days headspace free. I'm pretty sure. At least that's how it was when I did it. If not, I'm sure there's some meditations on YouTube. Um, maybe I could like offer one too. I might do that. Um, I don't know if you if you have trouble accessing a meditation also like let me know um but one thing he did like he he said um like um at the end of it he goes okay it's like now for the like it's like the last like 15 seconds he's like now let your mind do whatever it wants to do and for some reason for me when that happened my mind like exploded in fireworks like like energetically i just like i just like went off the handle i don't like I, it it felt scary and amazing like i had like energy like pulses shooting up my like my chakras centers like from my perineum like all the way up <coughs> my spine like and I just like and it's scary because but then I just like was like just let it go let it go and so it's like feels like this like gushing like full on like like energy flood when I just let my mind release my mind from the stories even the counting wow that's really loud sorry I'm sorry Carmen San Diego is like <laughs> I don't know what's going on in Carmen San Diego right now um even like. <laughs> like all the stories are gone and I'm realizing how happy my mind is just to be perceiving anything. And I think like that's this beautiful state, like this like default state. It's incredible. And so I use that now. So for the past month, I've been doing this meditation by Sarita at Soulhenge. Um, it's very good. And um it's um uh i'm gonna pull it up i'll actually list off the name of it here 
Hold on. You cannot hear Carmen San Diego. Um Blessing, the blessing, the, it's called The Blessing, How to Get a Breakthrough with Joe Dispenza Blessing of the Energy Centers, Energy, Sarita Solhenge. Um, maybe I can link it. Anyways, highly recommend this thing, really do. And she says, like, you're supposed to pro you're supposed to speak out loud, and then you proclaim this saying after at each energy center. Like, speak it really loudly. Like, at first I was really scared to do that because, uh, like I said, my house is really small, and um, my family would just see me with headphones on, like, saying, like, so may it be thy will be done like really loudly and it sounded crazy i'm sure and like i was really scared to do it but my wife was like she's like i don't care like you you can say what i like i don't care like this is your thing like it you don't don't feel worried don't feel bad about it i was like that's cool yeah so um anyways um yeah um, I'm worrying about the sound. I'm not, I'm gonna stop worrying about the sound quality. I, if I have to turn it up, I can turn it up. Um. So. Okay, I was gonna talk about judgment, and from okay. So I think a lot of people listen to this. Um. Uh, I don't know. I suspect this is the case that you were raised maybe evangelical Christian or fundamentalist Christian or like one of those by they're called Bible believing churches here in the U S um, that's what my parent, that's what my family called it. They're like, my dad would always be like, just make sure it's, if you're going to church, it's the church that believes the Bible. It's like, well, <laughs> anyways. So, and even, I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I don't have a lot of friends who are Catholic or, um uh wasn't catholic raised um but it's it's pretty much like the part the the churches that got donald trump into office <laughs> all the christians who voted for him um and uh that um so i was i was raised in that um deeply and to the extent that like i didn't listen to secular music at all um like until i was in high school and then i started listening to the first secular music I listened to was like simon and garfunkel and then after that i listened to bob dylan but i got in trouble for listening to bob dylan um and i also got in trouble for listening to the beatles so like this is just to give you like an idea uh and so like the um judgment of the outside world and judgment of 
everyone around me was like intrinsic to life and it's kind of paradoxical because like because i was also like i was in this program called awanas when i was a kid where we memorized bible verses and then when i got older i know i've mentioned this before but i did um this thing called bible quizzing which is where memorized chapters of books of the new testament and um so like because i was immersed in the bible i had to reconcile like the selflessness that the gospels talk about and the new testament talks about with the judgment that fundamentalism uh perceives the world with um which is basically i think fundamentalism is kind of like scientific understanding applied to a mystical paradigm <laughs> so i think that modern minds want to know with certainty about things and they don't they have trouble dealing with mystery and um i think that what happens with fundamentalism is you have a way to describe mystery it's a very prescriptive way and um and so you want certainty though because we're taught that like you can have scientific certainty so you start applying scientific certainty type thinking to mystical ideas like jesus is going to come back <laughs> or like i um so like <coughs> um my problem though was that and I think, and I think just to back up, like, I think why I'm attracted so much to like Neville Goddard and these ideas about Christ consciousness, um, because I think everything is mystical. I think everything is a myth. I think everything's a story. It's like a mythological, it's a myth. It's a story you believe, um, into. And so, um, cause it's true. Like if we're out, if we're out, if we're out picturing our reality, we're out picturing our reality which is what quantum physics seems to suggest and we have all these like energetic fields and auric fields that are created by our out picturing of reality and that our systems of our body are creating um like i don't think it's if you had a healthy relationship to faith i don't think it's necessarily bad to like tap into that um you know, and and some people like have had like very traumatic relationships to faith, um, and I really didn't. My parents are very loving people; they really are, and um, they're still. I mean, I've lately I've been very like outspoken and with them, and you know, told them a lot of stuff like about my sexuality, for example. Like I'm not exactly straight, straight uh, person. Um, and so um that i've i've told them that and they didn't take it great but they don't treat me poorly either after i've told them that so um and they're very you know like i said i mean they're fun they're like they wanted to watch a creation documentary with me the other night so like they're they're pretty fundamental fundamentalist anyways all i want to say is like it i don't think it's bad to tap into like that kind of faith and trust that you had to have if you were a kid in that vein 
but I'm just going to back it up. So I was talking about judgment. So also there's like another side. So that, yeah, like there's this love, faith, trust, feeling into the void, feeling into Christ, supporting you, talking to God, prayer. Uh, then there's like stuff specifically in the gospels about like blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth. Uh, if your neighbor takes your tunic, give him your cloak as well. Uh, look at the birds of the field. They do not labor or spin or worry about tomorrow. Yet even Solomon and all of his splendor was not clothed in as much glory as one of these. Um, very like spiritually powerful things that are said in the Bible. Um, and uh, there's like a lot of love and beauty and so much beauty in that. And um so you there's like it's hard to reconcile the judgment of like if you don't believe <laughs> if you don't believe exactly what i believe then you're going to hell it's like you're condemning someone to existential death uh and it's like why is that i didn't understand i could never i could never reconcile the two i never could and maybe yeah, maybe this, maybe the, my current way of thinking is me trying to reconcile the two. But like, I don't know. I'm really into Neville Goddard stuff because he's a, a bit of a Christian mystic too, and um, I think I don't know. I made some playlists recently, and I'm also working on, like I said, a musical EP, and um, which I'm pretty sure I'm gonna call. I feel most at home when Christ comes back. Um, I haven't really said told, said said that yet, but like, um, I really think it's important to trap into Christ consciousness if it resonates with you. Like, I think it's um, particularly for Western people. I think because it's like I don't know. You don't want to co-opt another culture's religion, you know. And you have to be careful with Christianity because there's so much like ugly, ugly baggage that it, I mean. Uh, good grief the west and all every all the horrible things that we've done i mean it's horrible so uh but that's not when i read the bible i see like a very different story um when you actually like read the text in the bible but like anyways um anyways back to the judgment thing sorry i keep like getting off track um so like um i kind of what did i say in the last podcast i became very good because i was raised in this judgment state like i was really good and this probably applies to other people in the west uh and with western thinking is we're very good at problem solving like we we identify a problem and we think we solve that problem by seeing a problem and stating the problems with the problems with the problem like I do this all the time at my work, like where I'm like, this is what money does. It makes people scared. And when they're scared, they behave like crap and they, it's the worst of themselves. And that's why they slouch around the office looking like they like death. And like, like, that's why they just, <laughs> I had this thought today of like, people would just end up like balls walking around on sticks because they're like so like slouched over it's like holy shit man <laughs> like <laughs> that's the kind of stuff i think um so like um and and like so here's the issue 
I'm saying a problem with a problem, but like, no, what, what it really is, like what I've seen is from, from this, um, type of meditation I'm doing. And also like the idea that like your imagination creates reality, your perception creates reality. If your feelings, your feelings are creating the output of your future. So if you're all the time being like, and I, I don't mean you like, as in talking about myself, um, if I'm all the time, like, you know, oh, this is a problem. I'm being a problem. Like, I'm part of the problem. Like, I'm like, I need to do this to not be part of this problem. I need to not be at work and I need to be being creative in order to be happy. This isn't actually true. Like, I can choose, and I've been trying to do this, to see the beauty in the, in the moment that I'm in. And I think that, like, it's a very different way of thinking from, like, I'm going to solve all the problems. Instead, I connect into that space, or, like, I, I connect. I'd recommend, like, trying to connect in that space where, like, you let, just let your mind do what it wants to do. And you just let your mind free itself from those stories. Then you see the beauty, even if you're standing in the freaking restroom. You know, like, there's, like, an art movement where, like, they just took pictures of urinals, Dada. <laughs> and uh, it was meant to be nonsense, I think. But like, I think about it, and I'm like, what they're saying is like, this probably wasn't what they're saying. This is what I see as them saying, is like that there's beauty in everything, like everywhere, because it's matter. And because matter is intrinsically beautiful. So that's another thing I said last, and the other thing where I, yeah, my other podcast that I, I'm not releasing because of my rain jacket. Um, I said, yeah. Um, yeah, I was, like people talk about people having inner beauty, but I think it's like intrinsic beauty. I think just we just because we're people, we're intrinsically beautiful. Um, and so when you tap into that and like try to when you see that in other people, like you're like, it changes like just try it like it just like it just changes the output and if and, if, and i and I, I do feel like if you're able to like really do it consistently like it would change the output of what happens to you it's kind of like jessa reed talks about in her podcast like just play out the story of like where you're at right now allow it to be and also chelsea wells talks a lot about allowing just like allow it to be and then once you allow it it's like you're not confusing your feeling you're not confusing um your output anymore like you're putting out that feeling the perception of like i'm okay i'm good and what's going to come from that is probably i i want to believe that what comes from that is the joyful state of where you really do want to be um and i and i don't know if it i think it does matter but i like i've known i talked on the last last couple of podcasts i've really talked about a lot once you get to where you're going maybe it's not you're not not necessarily going to feel better i don't know um but um yeah so i was going to give an example <laughs> that's kind of embarrassing but i thought it's a good example um and um about intrinsic beauty um so i have a lot had a lot i have a lot of judgment of my physical appearance and um which is kind of ridiculous cuz i'm not like 
I'm an I'm a very average looking person. Um and like I've definitely so I've been like working a desk job for not that I'm gonna blame the desk job, but like I don't exercise a lot and I've been working a desk job and I think also like I kinda put stress on as weight. <laughs> but like I've been working a desk job for like two thousand four like 16 years so like um yeah i basically been sedentary <laughs> for 16 years um and so yeah i'm not like totally fit i'm very average looking um but one thing when i was younger i was totally terrified of having because my great uncle had like this huge uh double chin <laughs> and like I was like I remember being like six or something and I was talking to my great uncle and my grandpa and my great uncle looked at me and he's like one day you're gonna have one of these and like he like shook his <laughs> he shook his like under chin his double chin at me and I was like no I never want that and like um and then, like, so it's like a state of judgment of, like, physical appearance. It was, like, the one thing I didn't want. And, you know, sure enough, like, I got older, probably, like, a couple years after I started working and, like, started developing, like, a, a double chin. And I, like, was, like... So, anyways, I grew a beard. I grew a beard, like, to hide it. And also, like... Uh, I listened to this podcast I used to listen to this podcast called Mueller She Wrote which is about the Mueller report like two years ago and um I uh um like on the Mueller report one time they're talking about like a government official and they were like what's with all these bald dudes with 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 double chins they're like that's what beards are for get a beard that's gross that's ugly and I was like shamed because like I'm don't have any hair on my head <laughs> and like I keep it pretty short I mean I trim it like short and like I was like oh man I'm never not having a beard so I have all this like stories about the beard and so recently this past week I shaved it and I've been practicing like looking at my body and just loving it like for its intrinsic beauty so this past fall uh when i went visited my brother um in colorado uh, we went to a hot spring uh ori hot springs and it's like a nude hot spring and um like 90 percent of the people at the nude hot spring are like not physically fit they're just average looking people average looking americans and like so they're you know probably everybody according to their bmi index is like overweight and like but it like but everybody you could see it's almost like there's intrinsic beauty like just in people being okay with themselves 
and it's so different from like I think in the West it's really important and I don't really know I haven't been in like a lot of European grocery stores or supermarkets I don't know if you in Europe they have like the huge magazine racks like we do in the U.S. but like man here it's like you walk into the magazine aisle and it's like not the magazine aisle the just check checkout and there's like all these magazines with all these really good looking people and you watch tv show and there's all these people who look really good and they don't look like average americans or the way most americans are going to end up looking if they sit in a desk all day and um and it's like there's this like latent shame thing and i don't know like this practice of like just looking at myself and just being like I accept and allow and I see the beauty in me like I like it just like I, I feel like like the idea that like you have to be look like George Clooney or something is just like such a I don't know like if you don't like you're a really beautiful person still like not still like you just are as you are and if you are a really attractive person like yeah own it that's awesome <laughs> like but i don't know like I don't, I don't i don't really know what i'm saying now i don't i was thinking about like i don't want to say that if you're attractive that you don't matter or something like that but like i don't i'm not trying to say that at all like i'm just saying that like uh uh like i think a lot of us aren't like and I don't know that I I feel a lot of shame when I look at myself and and it's weird too because like I like I said I'm not like I'm not like like you know I'm, I'm average looking so like I don't know um I guess uh, like I feel like the human body and humans like when you look at them like we glow no matter what we look like we're glowing and we're we've been told we've been told that there's a lack system and that like we don't glow and that we're not all beautiful but we are all beautiful and just like no matter what i don't know for some reason like i think it's like nude colonies like for some reason they're just like get this I don't know. It seemed like when at the hot spring, like people were just, yeah, like we're just people. And this is how I look. There's no shame. Like this is how we are. And it's a big menagerie of like appearance. And it's so different from this like kind of like, I don't know, hyper commercialized uh, view of the human body. Um, and, um, I don't know. That was just one aspect of judgment. So that I'm processing. And so um, I was talking about that. Um, okay. So back on to... I think I said everything. Um, beauty that is the present. Yeah, I said all that. Okay, the last thing I ended with on that other podcast was like... Um, the like wherever you're at right now you probably can look at something beautiful 
and i just like i when i was recording last time i was like looking at the sky um but like i could like i don't know it's night right now so i could go out and look at the stars but oh i know what it was so like i watched this documentary on earthing or something and they're talking about how uh, the atmosphere is like electrically charged and how the ground um, collects the charge and it was about like how our bodies are part of this system of like taking in electronic um, impulses from the atmosphere and then um, discharging it into the earth and because the earth um, collects the ground I I do not know this stuff very well and so I'm probably butchering it completely um, but I do know that I really feel really good when I walk barefoot. Um, and so um, I know a little bit about electricity, but not like enough to talk about that intelligently. Um, but I was thinking like they had this image of like the ions going into the electrons going into the earth. And I was thinking about like trees just always being this conduit and that like animals are also like the conduit upon the earth like our bodies are like this conduit and i thought about us as like these like part of this giant like energy swirl uh this energy like cycle and vortex of electrons like traveling in and out and our bodies like being these like little circuit breakers or like um like little nodules on like a on like a um on like a um a circuit board and like but like all of us like mushy organic matter that's like heaving and swirling um and the other thing i was thinking about was like and so that's why i was like saying like look at the sky or look out like at the stars and just think about the electron like like the electricalness nature of it and the energy nature of it and it's like this huge thing um and i was also thinking like we the other night i was like laying down to go to bed and i was thinking like we always apply stories to things but when we take the stories away as I, I was thinking like i saw instead of think seeing things as like separate things i was thinking like it's all just energy output like in and out in and out constantly changing all the time and uh it's so it's so beautiful and like when you look at a tree and you see all the like limbs and the sticks on the ends of the limbs like reaching up into the sky and think about just any tree and think about like all the surface area of all those like sticks like intersecting with the sky that you see and how if you're walking that data set is changing in your eyes even that is mind-blowingly beautiful 
and you're just you that's like the benefit you get from being alive is you get a see you get a process that and like like that's i think like um you know like in the very podcast i talk about like making art and stuff like i think in our consumer society like you think like well, my art only matters if people listen or if like it's i make money off of it or something it's like this is not the case like the fact that you can't make money off of your art has nothing to do with your beauty or who you are like your abilities as an artist it has everything to do with the fact that like our world we live in a world where it's like we have not valued art and or we've only valued art as like a commodity not as like a gateway towards happiness and spiritual growth and like so like making art is like the greatest feeling and i almost feel like i don't know i sometimes i post stuff on a picture on instagram or and it's like then you get attached like did it get any likes and i don't care like it's it's like and then you're like i don't care if it got any likes but i really do and i want to check and then it's like this horrible relationship of consumerism starts where you're like you all of a sudden start quantifying yourself and it's like i don't know i think that's like when you have a conversation with someone it's like how do you quantify how do you quantify love how do you quantify beauty you can't i mean how do you quantify trees intersecting with sky like you it's just i mean maybe a computer can but it's like it's gonna yeah um anyways uh that's about all i was gonna say um i know i mentioned it earlier that somehow i'm getting like on anchor i can see the stats <laughs> and now i'm talking about stats um that's great uh and for some reason i'll get like 25 plays which is like the number of podcasts i have and i'll get it like in one day and i think maybe someone's listening to every podcast episode but i'm like well, if you listen to every podcast episode in a day that'd be that'd take you longer than a day because i'm sure most of these are some of them are longer than an hour and i was like that's not the case so i don't i think it like might be a bot because weird because i won't get like any lessons and then it'll be like way up unless it's just the way it aggregates it it's weird who knows but if you are somebody who's listening to every single podcast i've recorded like all at once that's crazy i'm not that's not that's awesome i mean it's crazy to me that you would want to hear me talk all day um but thank you a lot i really mean that a lot and um like i said i'm gonna put my email up um another thing i'm gonna do if you've listened this far um hmm how do i frame this i enjoy talking to people i like people <laughs> um i'm thinking about doing people call it, i've heard people call it spiritual mentorship it's a weird term 
Um, I'll say I'm thinking about doing a thing where I listen to you talk about your issues, whatever you want to talk about, and I give input. (laughs) I don't have anything figured out at all, as I'm sure you know from listening to me. So, um, I don't like, I'm, I don't, I, I wish I could tell you, I could make you like know how to like point at something and float or something or fly and levitate and go through walls and eat an apple from 10 feet away or something like that. But, um, yeah, I can't. Um, so I, I, if anyways, I'm, I'm going to start learning how to do this or talk to people and I was going to offer it for free to a couple people um my dog just walked in the room um so um i would but i would only be able to do it like in the evenings after work and i would only be able to do it with like one or two people um but if you are interested in that um i'm thinking about doing it so maybe we could do like an initial talk and then I'm thinking about learning how to do it, I guess. So you'd be like a guinea pig. <laughs> uh, anyways, I'll put my email if you want to email me. That's cool. Um, yeah, I don't know how much I'm going to do that because I, I do have a full-time job and I also am trying to work on music too. So I don't know. But I think I could do work with one or two people or one, one or maybe, yeah, one or two. <laughs> Um, and so, um, anyways, so yeah, that's going to be there. Uh, so yeah, that's all I've got. Um, thanks for listening and I will catch you next time. Thanks.